theitspot.com. I don't know what it is, but I think you're both laughing at me. Yes, that much I know. Happy New Year! Happy friggin' New Year. Arrow out my shorts. In 2007. 2007. We started this in 2005. That's really scary. Isn't that frightening? That is. That's terrifying. It's really fucking frightening. Why? Why? Why are we still doing this? We could have devoted this time to uh, so, cu- so curing many other uh, things. You know, polio. Polio? Or smallpox. I think polio's already been cured. Or perhaps the bubonic plague. All right, so maybe some, are, some are stuff that other people haven't worked on already. That Curing cancer or emphysema might be more relevant. Or liver cirrhosis. Liver cirrhosis. Psoriasis? Cirrhosis. Cirrhosis. Cirrhosis of the liver would be really gross. Yes, very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> What do you want to accomplish in 2007? What are my resolutions? Mm. My New Year's resolutions? I don't really believe in resolutions, no, but, neither but do you have any things to get off your to-do list this year? Break the bank at Monte Carlo. Okay. I guess my first task is to save the airfare to get to Monte Carlo. Okay, so you might want to slot that in for this year and... And 2009 go to Monte Carlo. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else I want to accomplish this year. Oh, that's not much. Going to a rub and tug? Saving the money to go to a rub and tug? Okay. See, again. So this is your year for saving money, and all of the stuff you get to do with it could be next year. I'm I'm tired of giving myself the rub and tug. (laughs) (laughs) Always comes with a happy ending, though. Jesus. Uh, You you were telling me that you had some crazy uh, robot dream. Robot dream? Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. Oh, yeah, but I forgot now. Really? Yeah. Although I uh, I did have a dream a couple of days ago where um, John O'Vision, John Torres, who plays J-Rock in uh, the uh, Trailer Park Boys now, he used to do the show John O'Vision. Okay. I dreamt that he called me up and uh, told me to go to uh, Australia, even though it was actually New Zealand, to, to work on a project with Peter Jackson. You're kidding. That's a cool dream. Yeah. In in the dream, I actually I did meet Peter Jackson, and uh, I followed him into uh, a meeting where he was on a conference call, and then I started playing guitar, and so he asked me to leave. That sounds about right. Were you actually <laughs> playing guitar, or were you playing guitar? <laughs> I was I was playing the uh, instrument okay. played by people in bands. All right, so it wasn't a rub and tug thing. No, mm. that would have been better though. <laughs> Either way, I could see him asking you you to leave. I'm not telling you to not do that. Just do (laughs) it elsewhere. Just do it somewhere else. Um, I'd like to meet Peter Jackson. Does that make me especially geeky? (laughs) I I was called nerdy on the forum today, or within the last couple of days, and it's always bugged me, and I don't know if I've asked you this before. I still have trouble figuring out the difference between geeky and nerdy. I consider myself geeky, but not nerdy, and I don't know why I make any distinction. Well, I, I don't think people use the term nerd 
uh, anymore. I think it's been substituted by geek in a way. But don't you think they're different? I think geeky implies a a technical knowledge okay. and an interest in that kind of stuff. Whereas in a nerd, a nerd is someone who who uh, reads the Lord of the Rings. Uh, a geek is someone who reads the Lord of the Rings and really likes computers. That's the only difference. Well, I don't know. There's a difference. I just can't put my finger on it. I don't think I, I know math enough to be a nerd. Yeah, maybe. I'm just not smart enough to be a nerd, so therefore I'm a Nerds geek. Nerds are smart geeks? Yeah, I think maybe they're that... They're the upper echelon. Yes. They're the, uh... They're more socially inept, but they're way fucking smarter. Mm. I don't even know if that's true. I just know that somewhere in my head there's a difference. Can't believe you can't remember your fucking robot dream. You were telling me about with such enthusiasm just a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah. You said it was sort of like iRobot meets... Yeah, that's right. It was sort of like... Robot uh, spiders? Sort of like uh, War of the Worlds and... That's right. iRobot. Which I've never seen. It was actually quite terrifying. It's the second sort of dream that I've had in the past year where I was being chased. The last one, I was being chased by aliens, and that was really intense. And this was sort of the same deal where I was always just one step ahead of them, but not really far enough. Just far enough to make it to sort of one safe place for a couple of minutes and immediately start looking for another escape route because they're right behind. Do you ever, it was freaky! Do you ever actually get hurt in your dreams? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. generally people do. Not in those kind of Except dreams. for things just sort of happening to you, like bits falling off or teeth falling out. That kind of stuff happens in dreams, but to actually have something attack you and get hurt is rare. No, I don't think that's ever happened to me. There's that old wives' tale about if you die in your dream, you die for real. I don't know. Apparently somebody tried to enter me in Wikipedia and it was rejected. Hmm. I'm not important enough. I haven't reached celebrity status enough to be in Wikipedia. You'll have to talk to someone about that. What'd you have for dinner? Steak and pork chops. For real? Yes. Steak and pork chops? Yes. That's kind of weird. <laughs> that's not, it's not surf and turf. That's, um, what is that? Swill and field. Um, turf and dirt. Yeah, it's what's in my fridge. Okay. I went meat shopping. Steak and pork. Yep. Like a pork chop? Yep. You cook them yourself? Yep. Both? Yep. Did you cook them both tonight, or are you eating a leftover from yesterday? Some leftover, some tonight. All right. Steak I can't eat as leftovers. It doesn't work. <laughs> uh, I disagree. You just slice it up and make a, a nice little steak sandwich. Oh, yes. Yeah, you can do that, but you can't, you can't nuke it. No. Pork, pork no. chops you can, doesn't affect them, but steak uh, becomes gross. True. Just like if you were, you know, reheating human meat, you could, you could nuke it, because it's like pork. I would think so. Or chicken. You can nuke chicken. Yes, you can nuke chicken, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, we should probably read a story. We probably should. Yeah. So we got a story here. Yay! And there's a little note attached. It says, Hey, you folks, I don't see any official submission guidelines, so I'm just going to toss this to you as is. It's the opening story in my flash fiction podcast, Barfly, Stories of Love, Loss, and Liquor. Mm. Barfly, 
www.libson.com. Wait a second, are we? We're are we re-podcasting a podcast? Um, maybe huh? we're certainly promoting one. Sneaky bastard! Is that really what's going on here? So this has already been aired. This is like a re-air out my short. Is that how we want to start the year? Oh, why not? Uh, all right. This is called Aftertaste by Will Ross. You don't love me, but that's fine. I don't love you either. I remind you somehow of the man you do love. The one who made you cry tonight. The man who drove you to me. You love someone else. I don't even love myself. It sounds really cheerful <laughs> so far. Sounds like I wrote it. I was going to say that, but I thought I'd leave that to you. I do want you to read the next paragraph while hugging yourself and rocking back and forth. I brought you here anyway. Plucked you like a flower from the bar stool where you cried into a wine glass. I hunted you like a predator. I told you everything you wanted to hear. Then I took you to this cheap motel and I used you. I shudder with how callous I've become. No, it's written by Link. I think you're giving Link way too much credit. This would show some sort of remorse or... Yeah, that's true. ...or uh, conscience. <laughs> you sit on the edge of the bed, the blanket pulled around your shoulders. You shiver, though the room is not cold. I smoke a cigarette, propped up against the cheap headboard of the hotel. We are inches away from each other, but miles apart. Was it... was it good? You whisper the question... Though there is no one around to hear, you came here to prove a point to yourself. But as the alcohol haze fades, the shame takes its place. You are suddenly uncomfortable with your nakedness, and you pull the blanket tighter around you. It was fine. I know that I won't give you what you need. I know you need me to tell you you're special, tell you you're beautiful. You need me to tell you that he's a fool for hurting you. I don't. I can sense you waiting for me to say something, to say anything else but, fine, I don't. I sense the distance between us now, but do nothing to bridge it. I take another drag off my cigarette and drop it into a half-full beer can. Can I drop this in your can? No. Damn it! It goes out with a hiss. The only sound in the room is the droning of the air conditioner. This is a depressing little piece of, um, stuff. Words yes, on is. paper. Man. It's depressing like life. Go on. Uh, I just, it's not a cheerful way to start off the year. Read. You dress. You are embarrassed to be naked in front of me now. My callousness has turned me into a stranger. Feel the self-loathing coming in waves as I sense your hurt. You don't want to cry, not here in front of me. I should comfort you. I should hold you, or just touch you. I should do something to connect with you. You need me to tell you that things get better, but I'm not a liar. Men cheat, women get cancer and die. <laughs> and God laughs. So does Buttons, apparently. <laughs> I take the pack of cigarettes off the nightstand and offer you one. You turn away and pull your dress over your head. I light another cigarette 
as you go. <laughs> oh, heartwarming. Mm-hmm. But I must say, well-written. You're not Will Ross, are you? <laughs> no. But he has my attitude pegged. His thing is called Barfly. Yes. So... I'm sure the two of you would get along splendidly. <laughs> All right. Shall we make a phone call? Uh-huh. Hello? Dreamy Dean, you're on the air with Pressing Buttons and the Word Whore. <laughs> hey, Buttons, what's up? Oh, everything's uh, splendid. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Party New Year. Whore. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I wasn't expecting this. I'm sure you weren't. We like to sneak up on you. Well, you did a great job. How was your Christmas? Uh, very typical. I spent all my money, partied with the kids out at Mom's in Mississauga, and uh, watched them run up the walls, and it was like the latest game console, and and uh, drank lots of beer, uh, stuffed my face, kicked off like a week of boozing and partying and not with family mind you but you know mm. sounds pretty typical yeah typical mm-hmm did you do anything special for new year's uh again uh very boring for air out my shorts uh went across the street to the pub and uh had a few drinks there and then uh um i got laid oh awesome <laughs> well that's very special and and more than both of us can say. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just assuming on buttons. <laughs> but he just oh, agreed with buttons, me. Uh, what do you any 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 I, word? I think that was confirmation. <laughs> no, no, it was uh, pretty uneventful. Oh, really? I moved office furniture. That's what you did on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, living the life. That's really boring. Yeah, I know. So what have you guys been talking about? Um, we actually just read a depressing little story about um, a bad one-night stand. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, was your New Year's conquest a one-night stand? No, it wasn't. Um, but uh, it's... Uh, As in you'd slept with her before or you have it's, since? It's kind of hard to talk about right now. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about she, we just ask you questions she's and you still answer there? yes or no? <laughs> That means five days later she hasn't left? <laughs> Kinda. Jeez, that's a hell of a oh, one-night no, no, stand. No, 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 <laughs> um, Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I, uh, I quit smoking New Year's. Did you really? I did, but I've been sort of like uh, having Second. one cigarette here, uh. one cigarette there. Um, but everything's starting to come up now, so I, I don't know if I sound a little more Tom Waitsish than than normal. But yeah, a little. For the last couple hours, I've been <clears throat> clearing my throat. That usually happens approximately a week after quitting or trying yeah. to quit. Well, it's it's happening quicker then. Maybe it'll be over quicker. Well, uh, I don't know. Having a cigarette here or a cigarette there, I don't know if that constitutes quitting. Uh, smoking. Quitting? No, it just constitutes bumming cigarettes off of other people. I think. But isn't that the same thing as quitting? Well, well, I, like I, I know some people Preston, who. Preston has a point. If, if if you're if you're doing OPB, then you haven't really quit. However, if you buy a pack of smokes like I did and keep them in the freezer. The emergency pack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, you, do you pack them in ice? 
so that you have to break the ice to get to them? Oh, like behind glass, like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of time on my hands to do that kind of shit. <laughs> Never know. What have you been up to? I'm in a new band, and they are based sort of half out of New Orleans. Very cool. And uh, I might be going down to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. Oh. To do band stuff. Wow. Just to do band stuff. Fuck, fuck Mardi Gras, you know. Take pictures of lots of titties. <laughs> so it's a three-piece band, right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm playing in a band with a couple. Sort of like the Partridge family, like <laughs> a couple with their kid playing the drums. Yeah. Good. And what's this band called? Uh, they're called Come On. Spelled C-O-M-E? No, C-apostrophe M-O-N. Ah, uh, come uh, on. Come on. Ah, come on. Ah, come on. Cool. What kind of music is it? Balls out rock and roll. The best kind. I wouldn't recommend drumming with your balls out. Oh, like Bob Scott does? <laughs> well, well, he would. He would like. He wouldn't drum with just his balls out. He would drum with everything out. Yeah, that's true. Quite often, you wouldn't wear pants. Wouldn't you be worried about a stick incident? Um, no. He used to play his ass too. He used to do drum rolls on his ass, oh. and maybe still does. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a long time. Dean, have you ever done that? Drum rolls on my ass? Yeah. Uh, I can't say I have. No. Maybe you should try it. Uh, if you wear those uh, old Adidas shorts like Stuart Copeland, though, you could play with your balls out. And still be wearing pants. There's a name for that, isn't there? I think it's called a chicken heart or something. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I haven't heard that term, but I yeah, it's called a chicken heart when you yeah when you when you got like nut hugger shorts on, right? And you, you pull your nuts out to one side. It's called a chicken heart for obvious reasons. <laughs> it's pretty damn visual. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it's, it doesn't get any more visual than that. And it's especially um, disturbing when you tie it to the fact that you just mentioned the Partridge family. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, Partridge Heart. Partridge Heart. <laughs> Come on, get happy. <laughs> Which is appropriate because his band's yes. called Come On. Absolutely. Hmm. Full circle. This is like the Spanish Inquisition sketch. I know, we're like pros now or something. Yeah. <laughs> Look how far we've come, Buttons. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Are you still with All Systems Go? Yeah, technically. It's the, the most ironically named band ever. <laughs> All Systems went? Yeah, like the, the last time we shared a stage together was in Oslo a year ago, November. Wow. But we've never officially broken up, and we've talked about doing something, but it's just like, it goes away. Well, it's good that you're playing with Come On and showing your partridge heart. Yeah, Come On, all systems go. Like, all, all, the, all the bands, I, I only choose to play in bands with like sort of like motivating names. Yes, optimistic. Maybe that's what draws you. I like to motivate. Maybe you like to be motivated. Could that be like construed in a, like a sexual sort of way? Like, I like to be motivated. Well, this is air out my shorts, so pretty much anything that comes out of your mouth could fall into the category. I was just corrected. It was uh, disciplined. You like to be disciplined? Oh. I, didn't, I didn't say that exactly. I, I think I heard it. If, well, if you go back through the recording, you'll say <laughs> that, like, could that be construed in a... But do you like to be disciplined? <coughs> Excuse me. 
Because I could get buttons to do a drum roll on your ass. <laughs> okay, Horror, paint, paint yourself a mental picture of that. Uh, I just you, did. You and, um, <laughs> tell me what you think. Uh, I don't want to see it. Well, you you brought it up. <laughs> I don't I didn't say I wanted to watch. I just I would I would be happy if that would turn you on to have buttons play a drum roll on your ass. I'm uh, I'm not going to be making popcorn. For well, the buttons, event. we have known each other a long long time. Yes, we have. One of these days. What is When the One time of these days right. you will do a big drum roll on my ass. <laughs> Come on! Come, Come on. on! All systems go! <laughs> Your next band's gonna be called Bend Over Buttons. <laughs> uh, Bob, it, like, be a cool acronym for that. Bend Over Buttons. <laughs> yeah. That's good. What does Bob stand for? Bend Over Buttons. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> hey, we had an episode called Fuzzy Luggage. I know, I listened to it. Did you? Yeah, I thought you were gonna talk about Fuzzy Luggage. <laughs> and we actually didn't. Musical group, but... Alas, you didn't. You were a member of Fuzzy Luggage, were you not? I was, and so was Buttons. Yes, and, well, technically, we never broke up. <laughs> oh, exactly, like all systems go. I don't know how motivating Fuzzy Luggage is as a name, though. I think it's very motivating. Yeah? That's my favorite. What? It's like my shave ultimate. Your, shave, your, uh, shave your junk? It's probably a good idea. You know, everybody's trimming these days. Yeah. Trim is in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, so we never played because the uh, the tide of popular opinion uh, changed and uh, and we were irrelevant. Fuzzy luggage <laughs> was out of fashion. Yes, we've got to call yeah. ourselves Samsonite now or something. <laughs> Smooth. What are they calling it? Uh, the the landing strip. <laughs> but it, that's female genitalia. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to see either of you with a landing strip. <laughs> Oh, or a partridge heart, for that matter. Or a partridge heart. Maybe you could do the reverse, you know, sort of like a reverse mohawk. Oh, like the dude from The Prodigy. Well, I'm just saying it would work well with a partridge hey, heart. Diet green. Oh, God. That sounds lovely. I have the fire starter. Listed fire starter. <laughs> I'm really dating myself. It's all right. We do it all the time. I'm quoting the prodigy like it was 1997. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy 2007. We're really glad you answered the phone. Thanks. I'm glad I did too. This is long overdue. I wish I was better prepared. I've only I'm only on my second uh, Staropramen. Is that a beer? It's Czech beer. Ooh, sounds delicious. It's the best beer in the world. Staropramen. I'm gonna have to pick some of that up. Yeah, you can get it at either the LCBO or the beer store. Okay, I'm going to check that out. I may have to call you back and ask for the proper spelling. Okay. Well, uh, we'll let you get back to your five-day, one-night stand. Thank you very much. And uh, we're sorry if we caused any um, discomfort in that area, but I think you might be about to be uh, disciplined. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, enjoy. Thanks, Buttons. Thanks, whore. Happy New Year. Call me. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. La, 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 la. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, I Like I said, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. There are probably some things I should blow the dust off of this year. It's a lot of unfinished shit. 
I would say 2006 was the year of unfinished shit, officially. Unfinished business. Yes. There's a lot of that. At the moment, I'm addicted to oblivion, and I can't get a fucking goddamn thing done. You're addicted to oblivion and stuck there. I was concerned about myself last night. I actually reached a point where I was verbally responding to the people I was walking by on the street. It scared myself. It was a bit like talking to myself, but almost worse. You know, not to the level of Link or Big Johnny or anything, but talking to myself. (laughs) talking to make-believe people who aren't really even talking to me talking hello warrior i hear there are bandits in the countryside (laughs) mostly it's just sort of muttered under my breath like they say well met and i say right back at you dude and i can't help it and i keep doing it do you ever find yourself talking back to the tv sometimes it's sort of like that i know i talk to myself all the time so well i know you do but i'm talking about responding to somebody who's not in the room with you. it's There's something weird about that. Well, they are. I'd almost rather be caught talking to myself than talking to a video game. They're inside the computer. <laughs> but they're not real. They're trying to get out. And I don't know what it is, because I never ever call anybody dude, but for some reason when I'm playing that game, I call everybody dude. <laughs> I think it's because they keep calling me ma'am, and that bothers me. Mm. You know how much I love being called ma'am. Yeah. Um, send us your stories review us on iTunes that's really cool join our forums theitspot.com slash forums yes go to theitspot.com and, and uh, check out the shit that we have there and uh, call our audio comment line at, please uh, or I'm going to cancel it nobody uses it man mm. fuck no merry Christmas wishes no happy new year nothing have you checked it Lee? no did you check it? no oh shit so the, there might be hundreds. That's uh, 305-767-4697. Or 305-76-SHOWS, as it shows me your chicken heart. Partridge heart. Partridge heart. Bye, everybody. Good night. Hey there, guys. Love your show. I'm absolutely incredible. I can't believe some of the strangest things come out there. You said that you were running a little low on stories. Does that mean you're going to run mine soon? I'm Nobilis. I sent in one a few weeks ago. Just curious. Thanks. And even if you don't read it, it doesn't matter. I love your show anyway. Bye-bye. Hey there, this is Nobilis. Commenting on the latest day of my short show. First of all, on the topic of singing, don't quit your day jobs. Short comment on that. On the concept of a typing pool, a typing pool is a group of typists who have no one specific person for whom they type. They're all a labor pool, and when some the document needs to be typed up, they get handed a tape or a manuscript or whatever and type from that. And finally, since when do you think what? Since when do you care what the listeners think? Which is one of the great things about the show. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Hit me. That's more appropriate than a uh, moment of silence. Ow! Hit me. Who is the godfather? Take it to the chorus. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. Pod Riot.